No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to Word Bros. That's very natural. Sometimes your intros don't feel natural or you'll start your sentence with an um. You did a good job there. I try not to start my sentences with an um, but um is me thinking of what I should Every, say. Everybody does it. Just don't say anything. Just think. Oh, okay. I mean, we are we are in Word Bros. I'm just thinking right now. I am thinking about books that did really well this year. What am I thinking? Let's see if you can read my mind. What? Who? Who is going to be on the Sonic podcast? Today? From fucking the, yes, uh, I'm Sven Gooley. <laughs> Uh, we're talking to Brian Wickman this week, who is the, oh my gosh, who is the creator notes. and writer of the book uh, uh, Grit, Grit. From Scout Comics. Yes. Well, you, it's obvious that you read my mind because you ummed. So like that was <laughs> that's why you know that you read my mind because I was thinking um. So yeah, Brian's a good dude. Uh, we're gonna talk to him right now. up hey how's it how's it going man are we doing cool voices for this one no we're just i think we're just being shall we as usual what kind of voice would what kind of voice would you like to use right now brian wickman writer of grit from scout comics smash hit comics sold out all all over the world i regret suggesting the voices no no you you gotta come up with one now now you have to do one come on give us something give us something Hey, <laughs> you're going with the Foz. All right, the, the, yeah. the Foz, That's a good starting point. I mean, hey. <laughs> but it's going to be a challenge to start every statement with a. Because where do you go from there? You know. Yeah, no, I don't have a lot of options. I've really you, wrote myself into a corner on this the, one. But the thing is, you're a writer, so you should be able to fix that. Maybe get your editor you on the that. maybe get your editor on the horn. They could come up with some stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I regret everything about that. Choice I mean, you should just went so. with you should have went with like some some like '80s wrestler. You'd have been great. That'd have been good. Maybe like a um, maybe Kevin Costner esque uh, Robin Hood, where there's not really much of an accent. You can just throw in like a every now and then and try to just skate on. I think I think Will Scarlet's accent was actually worse in Prince of Thieves. Well, the thing is, Kevin Costner just gave up on his accent halfway through the movie. He tried, and then he stopped. He yeah, was he like, was just like, I'm good. He's like, so, I know, like I did with the font. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a... Brian, Brian Wickman, the, the Kevin Costner of comics. <laughs> Say what you will, though, but Costner was the hottest guy in the whole wide world, much like 
Brian Wickman is now. I mean, Kevin Costner did, what, JFK. He did Prince of uh, Thieves. He did Dances with Wolves. He did um, the base. Waterworld. Build the Dreams. Waterworld. <laughs> hey, Sam. I like Waterworld. Waterworld is a we've damn this good movie. We, we've had this conversation. We both um, like Waterworld. What's the one? No Way Out? The no Postman. Way Out was really good. The Postman's kind of later, kind of like. What about the movie he did with Clint Eastwood? What's that it, movie called? Oh, that's a good one. It's a great one. It's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. One of my favorite Eastwood movies because he directed that. What's the name of that? Perfect something or other. But anyway, let's talk in about. In a perfect world. Well, it, it, I think that's a fitting kind of lead into grit, right? Because a perfect world takes place like in a small southern town. Um, your boy is uh, like a like a prisoner, if you will. He's on the run from Johnny Law. But your book isn't like that at all. But it does kind of. It's like a Deep South kind of vibe. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's an accurate accurate uh, portrayal yeah uh yeah it's uh you know if middle earth had an alabama (laughs) (laughs) you mean it doesn't (laughs) it might i thought that was rohan (laughs) there's a reason why those guys are always drunk and riding horses kind of yeah actually you've got a point So was that your pitch to Scout Comics? If Middle Earth had an Alabama, like is that because it's a? I mean, I would automatically assume it's a comedy, so it would be kind of hard to pull out of that. But like, that's a really good way to go with that. I think I think I sold them on the alliteration of Southern Fried Sword and Sorcery, and they were like, "That's fine. It looks looks good on us. That's that's fine. That's also a good pitch. That's That's fine." So yeah, dude. So you've got like a you've got a hot book. You got a hot book that uh, that grit is is moving like uh, like hotcakes, my man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I you know the world's on fire, so I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, I couldn't have asked for it to go better at this point. So hell yeah. That's awesome. So you can pick grit up now. Um, I guess at local comic shops. How many? How many reprints are you at at that thing? Like thirty or something? He's Not a, quite. <laughs> uh, issues one and two both have second printings. Damn. I, I want to say issue three might be gone i don't know i i mean scout still has some you still get all of them from scout whether or not it's the first printing um but yeah it might be tough to find in shops but scout's got them scoutcomics.com you can check that out um what's your experience been like working with scout because we always get the question like how do you guys like it over there you guys like scout yeah and, yeah and, and the thing is i think a lot of professionals and like people looking to break in are kind of shocked and we're like dude it's it's cool yeah i mean I, I work, I mean, I work with David and Charlie primarily and, you know, the James, Jim, Brennan occasionally, but, you know, they, they kind of let, I mean, I'm sure y'all have had the same experience where you sort of run the book the way you want to run the book. And, you know, uh, as long as you make something that looks pretty in the end, Scout seems pretty <laughs> on board with it, um, uh, which is, which has been cool. Um, I've felt very good, like asking them questions when I need to and bouncing shit off of them in terms of like, structure um like the the book was structured a little differently originally and they gave me a little direction on what yeah yeah dang that's cool just in terms of i had some weird anthology style stuff thrown in and um Uh, we reworked the way that we're releasing that that's cool yeah what are you you gonna do like a one shot with that after the first volume come out or what i think i saw something about this on facebook there you have another like it's like a uh off like a a a branch from the root, tr- uh, from the grit tree. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. So very colloquial. Went, yeah, 
what hey we want to do? I'm a writer of Rohan in my spare time. <laughs> Alabama, Alabama's my second home, baby. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful um, Bobby Eaton, my favorite wrestler. This Alabama waterfall didn't come from nowhere, baby. That's right, Jack. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. You're good, man. <laughs> um, uh, so we've got three shorts that'll be in the trade um, that didn't go anywhere else. Um, one of them we hosted on Multiversity at some point, um, and that introduced a character that we're going to focus on in the second arc. So we're not just doing like a straight continuation. It's going to branch into two one-shots and then a two-part mini after that. That's awesome. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Look at you go. Uh, that's well, pretty I impressive. I think that has to do with Brian's day job. Brian, are, are you a, you're a librarian, right? I am a library manager. Yeah. You're a sexy librarian? That's me. He is. Wow. He is the, the sexiest of now, librarians. How does that how does that work? Like, do you get tired of people like coming on to you with their fetishes all the time? And like, <laughs> Hey, will you stamp my book real hard and like push your boobs together? Like, does that get frustrating after a while? They're like, dude, I just want to help literacy, man. Like it's, I'm, just, it's I'm just here to show hobos how to use the internet. Like, yeah. please, please stop sexualizing. me. <laughs> like, is that, fu- is that frustrating after a while? You know, the appeal of that wore off pretty quickly. Um, the, fir- the first couple times it was amusing, but it's all downhill from there. Okay, because right. at a certain point, I want to educate my community and I just don't want to be, you know, ogled all day. It's got to be hard, though, because, I mean, you know, no, I don't want to continue the ogling, but, I mean, you're you are a handsome man. Yeah. You got that beard, you got that beanie thing going on. Like That's, you know, tis yeah. the season. Yeah. I mean, it's not that cold. I don't know where you are. I'm, I'm not- in Baltimore. Uh, it's okay. like it's like fall. That's cool. Fall. Yeah, it's it's we're in. I'm in Cincinnati, and it's kind of fally here. Like I can get away wearing a sweatshirt, you know. So <laughs> in Baltimore, though, the thing is, it's it's fall, but it's still humid somehow. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the East Coast. Like that's yeah. that's the life. Now, when you say Baltimore, do you mean like the Wire Baltimore, or do you mean like the suburbs Baltimore? <laughs> I, I, not the Wire Baltimore, but also not the suburbs. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. I am in Baltimore City, but um, on the other side from the okay. Wire. Because Balt- Baltimore. Baltimore is a beautiful town. It is. I, I love it here. Now, how long have you been in Baltimore? Born and raised. Nice. All right. So, let me. Are you are you an Orioles fan? I don't give a shit about baseball. Wow, I'm so that's sorry. so weird. <laughs> you would think that being in Baltimore, and I, I imagine you're like what 35, 36? I, you're So wrong. How old are you? I am thirty. Okay, I, the beard. Oh. The beard yeah. ages you, friend. You got to shave that so we can see that it's, young face. Is he it says because... it to me too. Like, well, your beard like... is gray, so of course it's going to age you. And my I know beard, my beard is gray because I, f- I fight extra dimensional entities that turns mm. your beard gray. You've never and seen I, like Doctor Strange. You know? And I know how old you are because you're a year and a day older than I am, which is yeah, weird. That, which but is that's weird. that's neat. We're not fishing for birthday cards. What I'm saying is, <laughs> we are actually. What I'm saying, well, I'm now surprised. I know when to send them. But no, because you don't. But you know, you would know to send them a day apart, but not what month nor anything else. Now, <laughs> what I'm saying to you is, I'm surprised because you're 30. You would think that you would have fallen into the baseball trap because that was Cal Ripken's like his time. Yeah, you know. I, I mean- I was busy I in the library reading books and fighting evil. <laughs> but I mean, you can read books about Cal Ripken. That's so I true. Mean, I, I, mean, I could. Um, yeah, it's weird because my, my girlfriend's very into baseball and I just don't care. <laughs> wow. That's Ryan, awesome. I'm with you 100%. So, like, don't let him. Don't I have nothing him... against it. No, I'm no, just, I like, mean, not. I... 
Yeah, know. that's fine. I mean, I'll, I don't go, think... I'll go to a game in any year but 2020. Well, of course, because there are no <laughs> so you can't because you can't go. Um, that's a lot. So, like, is your is your lady friend? Is she an Oriole fan? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I'm. I've always said this about the Baltimore Orioles. I'm a New York Mets fan. That doesn't mean anything to you because you don't follow the sport. But if I were, if the New York Mets didn't exist, I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia. I think I would be an Orioles fan because of the proximity to my hometown, three and a half hours. Yeah. And you guys, the, well, not you guys because you don't care, but your girlfriend, her team, they have great jerseys. Like the white and the black and the orange color yeah. combination. Trey sweet. They're very so, Halloweeny. And if you like Halloween, yeah. Here's the weird thing about like going through Baltimore and like shops that sell sports stuff though, is because we also have the Ravens. Yeah, so not shops. Fan. They're painted this terrible combination of like bright orange and bright purple. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just the, the most disgusting looking buildings you could possibly imagine. Yeah, yeah. So and it's then, like Metamorpho yeah. from DC opened a shop because uh-huh. yeah. orange and purple, like so okay. It's terrible. But it's Baltimore, awesome. Baltimore is a great town. It I is. Love, I yeah. love Baltimore. Baltimore I, I love Baltimore. Baltimore Comic Con is a wonderful event. Have you have you exhibited at the Baltimore Comic Con? I have not exhibited, but I do. I have frequented. Nice, yeah. nice. He does now, partake of that. I do partake. When's the last year you went to Baltimore Comic Con? Did you see anything cool? Tell me something you saw cool. Uh, let's see. Um, ba, 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 ba. I think I guess last last year I, I was I, there last year. Yeah, I you know Kevin, I actually think I met you in passing last year. Did we? Because uh, I was hanging out with um, with Alley Cat and um, I do know Alley. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we met in passing very briefly. Because I was I was at I was with James and um, Jim at the scout booth for for a little while, and then you okay? I I was talking to Chris. Yep. Bari, because we were doing this story that just came out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm reading, um, like, misconnections back in the day. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it is. It's, it's totally a misconnection. Hey, I saw you at Baltimore Comic Con. You were a bearded guy with glasses. <laughs> there, were, there were thousands upon thousands of you. So were you. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the message I put to Chris Dabari in there. That's what it is. Because everybody says we look alike. So that's what it was. I could see that. So that tell, we get it a lot. So let's, let's focus back on grit here. Okay. No, let's, let's, let's. Let's get I'm back. My bad. Let, let's, no, it's my fault too. I mean, you're fine. If anybody should be getting us back on track, it should be Brian. I mean, it's his fucking book. Huh? <laughs> if, you, if you don't keep us on track, Brian, we will just run wild with it. We will uh, run roughshod over the good name of Brian Wickman. So it's tell, your show. No, it's not. It's your show, Brian. <laughs> it's your show. It's your show. <laughs> tell us. Tell the listening audience who might not have seen it because they just can't get it because that shit is sold out. Tell them what grit is all about. All right, so uh, like I said, it's a Southern Fried Sword and Sorcery story. Uh, it's a three-issue mini about an aging monster hunter uh, who's real good at hacking stuff up uh, and a young witch named Ari who is less enthusiastic about an old man hacking stuff up. Uh, and that's that's the, the long and short of it. Uh, they The first issue introduces a, a villain in the form of the accidental spawn of a bumbling backwoods doomsday cult, and then it just gets worse from there. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. It sounds fun. Like, what are some of your inspirations for this book? Like, because everybody always says, like, it's like this meets this and that. So what are some of your this and this and meets that kind of vibe? 
think my my like high concept pitching it was The Witcher by way of Southern Bastards. Um, okay, but That's it's got I think a little more of a sense of humor than either of those. Um, I, I'm like a huge Magnola guy, so BPRD stuff. Um, but also, I think tonally it's it's similar to books like Rumble or Headlopper, just kind of that like oh, okay wacky. You you had me at Rumble. Yeah, I mean I love Rumble. That's what a fantastic book. I, I, I strive for that level of sort of like action, horror, fun, comedy stuff. That sounds awesome. All right. It's, so, go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. I was going to say, so, so were you, what was your, I like gateway to comics? Like how did you decide to make this a comic? I mean, you work in a library all day. Was it the fact that you're, is that your area of expertise in the library? Like I, I like, I like the graphic novel section or um, was it, so I, I honestly, I'm one of those people who fell out of comics for a long time and then got back in some point in college and just started reading a whole lot more. And then um, another buddy of mine who I'm pretty sure y'all know, uh, Dave Crispino is the reason that I write comics. Oh, fuck that dude. I love, I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, Dave's a close friend of mine. He lives literally like two blocks away. Um, and Dave was writing comics and was basically like, well, fuck it, you could do this too. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'll do it too. Uh, so that's why I read um, What Dave was so, really saying is like, hey, you can piss your money away too. And you're like, you know what? Uh-huh. I can't piss my money you're away. Right. This, hey, you're this, right. this sounds great. <laughs> oh, so you've met Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's like, you can do this and then buy magic cards. That's what. No, no, he, he, he won't get me there. He, he didn't get you on the, the magic no, card crack yet. No. He tried to get me when I was in Baltimore. I was in Baltimore for work. Um, and, he tried to get me, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not buying your magic card crack. I already have <laughs> D and I have enough Dungeons and Dragons crack. I'm good." Yeah, I fell in and out of that rabbit hole like ten years back, so I'm good not jumping back in. The magic rabbit hole or the Dungeons and Dragons? No, I'm still in the Dungeons and Dragons rabbit hole. I mean, <laughs> everyone <laughs> should go. be. Kevin's got this shirt. I'm like, look at me. You're just like I'm a walking billboard for things. Like, you I have that. Your your fucking Dungeons and Dragons shirt. I, hey, man. It's hard being an influencer, but yeah, you true. know, it's true. It's true. Now, was there like that? Now, there was, was there like an inciting incident in your comic world that kind of pulled you back in, or did it just kind of from hanging out with Crispino? It was kind of uh, like monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. So, I mean, in terms of reading it, it's funny you said library stuff because that is what got me back into reading them. The fact that I had access to a lot of them and I didn't have to pay um, because <laughs> you know money is a thing. Um, li- libraries are great. Yes. Um, so I read a ton of stuff and then I, you know, got back into going to comic shops and, you know, reading a ton of stuff all the time. And then I like attempted writing prose stuff for a while and Prose is hard. Prose is hard. Is. Prose yeah. is hard. Like there's it's too many really fun too. Too many words, hard. not enough pictures, man. Like what yeah. the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I, gotta come done. Up with all, I gotta come up with all these words? Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm done with it, I don't I just look at it and it still works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so so at a certain point i was just like well fuck it i like comics it, it's now attainable like i know someone who does this it's attainable to create them um so i just sort of jumped in and i the the first comic i did was a, a short thing called big white and um was it about so, cocaine it was not it was not <laughs> okay. about cocaine um <laughs> About your raging library cocaine habit? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that. what they do in libraries. They that would be a really cool book, man. Like libraries that also deal cocaine and like they they move them in and out of the books and stuff. 
You can, yeah, feel free to use that. That's yours. You're soiling the good name of my government agency. Now I love, I do. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I love the library system. It is the best thing in the entire world. We moved here to Cincinnati from Virginia Beach. We didn't know any, we didn't have any friends. We didn't. Have any, my family just picked up and moved for my wife's job, and we spent so much time at the fucking library. Like it was a godsend. I I can't yeah. speak highly enough of the library system in this country. The sad part is though, if someone were to propose that idea now, they would be called a communist and burned at the stake. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, like. It's weird to think about it as I mean it is at the end of the day a government agency and it is by far the most punk rock of government agencies. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but I mean, like, y- you know how it is. I mean, especially some of the 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 city libraries, like there are just homeless guys on the internet just hanging out. Yeah, but you like know? you know, why not? Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not hurt anybody. No, not at all. No. And I mean, I think there's some of them are like looking for jobs and all kinds of shit. I think it's yeah. awesome. Like it's a really great resource. You know, I love, again, I could, I love the library system. I think I, it's I mean, fucking brilliant. Those are legitimately my favorite like success stories from work. It's like I yeah. taught, I taught a 50 year old guy how to use Microsoft Word. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, right. totally. Um, that, I, you know, this isn't comics fun, but libraries are cool too. <laughs> no, I'm really glad you taught Bobby how to use Microsoft Word. That's awesome. That was, I, I use Google Docs, man. Fuck Microsoft oh. Word. I ain't got no time for that. The fucking cursor keeps moving, and I can't make it go back. Like it just all of a sudden the one moves to the middle of the page. I'm like, how did that happen? It just does it magically. It just right, jumps. I'm, I'm not at work right now, so I'm not going to get into this with you. But. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do know what you're talking and about. And I don't know why it happens, like, once a page, especially right when you're in the middle of writing dialogue, the one just goes, you know what, fuck you, yep. man, I'm going way over here. And you're like, how did you do that? Come back, one. I need oh. you. I, I, I dare you to put two bulleted lists back to back. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Russian roulette, man. Turns into the it's deer impossible. hunter in here. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. So, so you read a bunch of stuff. What were you reading in the library? Like you said, you're kind of a, a, a Mike Mignola, Mignola guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, at the time, actually, I just got caught up on superhero stuff. I'm trying to think of what was happening then. It was probably like a little before Civil War and Dark okay. and all that and like Marvel, whenever that was. Okay, that was like that 2005 like, or something. Yeah. That was a long time ago. God, was it? Oh. Yeah, because that's when I got back in. Like, so yeah. Yeah. So it, all that stuff was going on. And then it was kind of stuff that I like remembered, but never dug into. So like, that's when I went through like all of Hellboy and BPRD and all that. Um, but that's, that's when I like, that was my gateway into like cooler indie stuff and away from like superhero books. And- yeah. It's weird, man. Like being a kid of the eighties or you're the late nineties or whatever, like the idea that you can go to the library and just see all this stuff that's not superhero comics. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of liberating as a creator. You're like, holy shit, there are people that really want to read stuff like this. Yeah. And it's, you know, like, again, like as a librarian, it's really cool to do like reader's advisory on comic books. It's like, oh, well, if, if you like, game of thrones here are three comics you might like too and people are you know we've we've reached this cultural zeitgeist of comics are cool again so like it's easy to recommend things to people it, have com- we've reached we've reached the comics are cool again zeitgeist i would say so I, yeah yeah for okay. sure comics is floppies absolutely not but comics no, has graphic no. novels fuck yeah dude like yeah. I, I work uh when it's not the pandemic in an elementary school and every kid in that every kid in that school reads comics they just don't know it 
right, dog man. Right. And yes. They're all about dog man. They're yeah. all dog man or like mm-hmm. some kid with a fucking dragon somehow. The, like he got the, a dragon. Or the wimpy kid books or the, the my, son loves, my son yeah. loves the, the uh, Reign of Fire books or whatever it's called. Um, one about the dragons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's about yeah. a kid and a dragon. No, there's or, no kid in it. There's just dragons. And then you have then you have the Wings the, of Fire. That's it. Yep. Wings of Fire. You have the coming of age book where the two f- friends go to a new school and then they're not friends anymore. Like that's, that's every a, that's every middle grade. That's book a ever. hot. That's a hot book. Yep. <laughs> I know because my daughter's read all of them. Like, what's this one about? This girl and this girl were friends. They go to a new school. They ain't friends no more. Or graphic that, novels I, about like real things, like sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. like Dragon Ball or whatever. I think it's called. Uh, also, if you just Dragon do, Oops, if you called. do noun of noun and noun, it will sell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me an example. Go ahead. Let's try that again. Go ahead. All right. Uh, let's see. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, noun. Mugs fuck fuck. of steel and black. Noun of noun. What's the next? It be and noun. And noun. And, okay. Yeah. And so, he said mugs of steel and black. Mugs yeah. of steel and black. All right, that, you know what? That's not okay, bad. Bob, you got to do one now. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> wings of fire and... Wings of fire and darkness? And, and chicken. I, if and you Google chicken. that right now, I guarantee you it's a YA fantasy. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. What, what did I say? Wings of fire and darkness. Easy. Wings this of is... fire and darkness is a no. It's it is a wings of fire book. Wings of secrets. Wings of no darkness of dragons. Okay. Not a thing. Wings of fire. Ooh, hang on. This is darkness of dragons. Wings of fire. Book ten. Does oh, that count? I don't. I mean, uh, wings it's, of it's fire. Dark, it, is, it is a YA book. You wings of fire. Darkness of dragons. I mean, that's got it all. That sounds like a Yu Gi Oh card. Yep. It also sounds like it also sounds like a D and D game that somebody made up in your basement when you were like it, twelve. It also sounds like a fucking book that I bet sold a million copies, and that guy who wrote it sleeps on a pile of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing: is none of us are that guy. No. Yes. Because we're dumb writing books about hillbillies who kill uh-huh. monsters and fucking shark people. Yep. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question. I imagine that once Grit comes out as a trade paperback, I'll be able to pick it up in my Baltimore library. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> you don't I, make those calls? I don't make those calls. Well, so we'll bullshit. see what happens. <laughs> I guess I mean, you'll see I guess you see what your coworkers feel about it. <laughs> I manage the people and not the books. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like that's like we telling him uh, us telling him that you should put Metal Shark Bro in the Baltimore library. I, mean, I was getting there. Gonna, I was oh, getting okay. there. I wouldn't be surprised with the Simon and Schuster deal if that happens at some point. Listen to you. You're on I mean, top of shit. I don't know about for Metal Shark, bro. I mean, what, what cultured, normal, civilized people want to read that? <laughs> you should go look at what comics are in your life. Just, <laughs> just be, that's a really great point, though, because, yeah. I mean, the amount of just, like, wacky, kind of off-the-wall shit that you can find at your local library it's pretty impressive. Like yeah. the selection at some libraries are better than at some comic shops I've seen. Like oh, that's yeah. how that's how I first read Black Sod or however you pronounce it. 
Because I saw uh, what's yeah. the it's, it's black sad uh, black sad because I saw it at my local library and I was like this looks fucking awesome it is and, awesome. and I read it and it was and yeah. like I you know I mean to be fair you're right because our library here has Alan Moore's Necronomicon book in there and there's I, six with that is exactly people. what I was thinking when you said that is I yes. remember a guy returning Neonomicon and I was like ooh. This is this is it, I mean I was like okay it's Alan Moore so I started looking through it and like it's weird orgies with fish people in the yeah. book and like there's like dicks and everything and I'm like this is crazy it's like it's it's practically porn it's yeah. it's really weird but is it so, good though I don't know because I was like looking at fish dicks like what do you think else I'm gonna do I mean I, I mean that's that's what I did I was like this is weird because it's like a fish man who's like having sex with everyone. Not just anyone. Everyone, everyone in this cult wants to have sex with. The, the, basically, the end of the book is everyone in this cult that is summoning these fish guys wants to have sex with the fish man or get killed by him. So it's really weird. So do you think this is just Alan Moore's life, and he's like, "I'm gonna make me a fish man." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm weird. gonna have sex with everybody or kill everyone. I'm, I'm Alan Moore. <laughs> Welcome it's, to my world. The fishman doesn't even speak in the book. It's so we- it's like a it's it's part of that whole Cthulian. Um, Is ethos. the fishman wearing thirty seven rings on his fingers? No. All right, then it's not Alan Moore. <laughs> so you it's said not. you're you said you're a big Magnolia fan. You like you like Alan Moore, obviously. What are some other uh, influences here, Mister Brian Wickman, writer of the smash hit comic book Grit? Uh, let's see. Who do I? So I've I've been working my way. I, it's funny. Like the last couple of podcasts I've been on, this is the same answer because it's so goddamn long. But I've been I started Black Science from the beginning. Oh, nice. Um, and I've been working my way back through that. I'm like, I'm a I'm a pretty big remender guy. I think he's he's just such a solid craftsman of stories. Like he he goes in places I would never expect and pulls it off better than I think other people good um like i like black science is a book that starts one way and just goes like a thousand different directions into this weird sci-fi family drama and yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like, like fantastic it, four with a drinking problem yeah yeah, yeah. that's a really like, good way yeah, to put it yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah so let's see what else have been i've been kind of just like going back through my log i've been reading a lot of old elric stuff too um just because i i've like been on this high fantasy kick that's um, cool. Well, it makes purge. sense because it's kind of your, it's kind of the world you're living in right now, you know? Yeah. 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 What else? I just did uh, Little Bird, which was incredible. That was really good. Yes. Uh, that came out like in hardcover from um, Image. Such yep. a fucking hardcover nerd, Kevin. Tell me about this <laughs> little one. Actually, you know what? You know what? Don't tell me about Little Bird because you didn't write it, so who gives a shit? No, but so, go read it. Go read Little Bird. It's really okay. good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, dude. So you're just kind of crushing shit right now. How did you um? How did I don't know. I don't have the art, the team in front of me who did the book. But how yeah, did you? Who was your artist? Yeah. Who, yeah how did you? Either. How did you hook up with all that stuff? So let's see. Uh, Kevin Castanero is doing art for the series. Uh, he is a delight. I found him because, and this will date how long Kevin and I have been working together. Um, he did some Fafford and Gray Mouser fan art on Deviant Art. And I was like, you just said some stuff that, that half the people listening going, "What the fuck is all of that?" Like, Fafford you... and Gray Mouser is like Conan, but cooler. Okay, um, <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> that that will maybe get me stabbed at some point. But it, it's that's... like the Power Man and Iron Fist of a fantasy comics. Yes, agreed. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm and a, what is this deviant art you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening to this is old enough to know what deviant. <laughs> Most likely, do you, yes. Do you go there nowadays? Like, do you ever kind of no. venture back into those waters? He said no. No, it's a hard <laughs> no. There's some weird shit on deviant I'm art. I'm sure there is. Like, there yeah. was weird shit then. Yeah. Um, so it's gotta yeah, be more no. deviant. No, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, you can find some cool shit on there every now. I will admit, like, if you're playing D&D and you're looking for maps, there's a lot of cool maps options. Um, yeah. If you're looking for chicks in weird... Chainmail. Yeah. yeah, it's it, it's really kind of like softcore porny kind of... It's really odd. Yeah. It's really odd. I just don't... Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what happened. But DeviantArt used to be the jam. Now, like, where do you yeah. go to meet artists now? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, I um, I come to think of it, I think that's maybe how I found uh, Vlad Lagostia that I did Big White with as well. Which is not about I mean, cocaine. It is not about it. Still what, not what's about Big White about? Since you wrote uh, Big White is about a tow truck driver at the end of the world uh, in, a, in a sort of nuclear winter scenario. That's fun. Um, yeah, it's it's just like a little... I, I tend to like lean into slice of life sort of contained stories. So it's just like one afternoon, uh, one really shitty afternoon in his life. That's cool. Um, now, yeah. if I wanted to read that, where can I pick that up? Uh, that is free up on my website. It's just brianwickman.com. Uh, nice. That that got me last year. I entered that for the Platform Comics Short Comic Award, and I got oh, really yeah. up for that. Um, nice. Yeah, which I, I think they just opened up submissions for the new one. So That's they cool. seem like good folks. So That's awesome. Well, they, they yeah. seem like good folks because you were runner-up. That's why. Like yeah. if they were, if you didn't place, then you'd be like, man, fuck those dudes. I know you. I know you, Brian. I know you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I, I met Kevin through DeviantArt. As embarrassing as that is, but, whatever, man. We all got to start somewhere. Yeah, that was yeah. cool in 2014 or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we just shot some ideas back and forth. I was super new to comics, so was Kevin at that point. I don't know that he had done any sequential stuff then or maybe one thing at some point um something small but this was the first like long longer form uh book you worked on for sure now tell us some of the challenges of that i mean you know if you're working with an artist that doesn't really do a lot of sequentials and you're new to comics too did you have like someone you would show your pages to to make sure your story's being told concisely and things of that nature how did that no, work we 100 were winging it Ooh, that's awesome <laughs> yep um i mean i think we were both like big time readers so we we at least had like the vocabulary of like well this is how comics work and um i read a couple of things that i i, I you know i think it's better to learn by doing but what's the 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 bendis book uh, words for pictures i think that's a good one me, like thinking about just structure um mostly like page to page and not so much you know long form story structure but um that that was a good starting point and then just by scripting and rescripting and rescripting as we like worked through ideas, I, I think we, we hammered it out. And then we originally planned it as a one shot because we didn't know each other and thought we might hate each other after we did a book ah. together. Um, but then it was cool and we had a good time. So uh, that's when we, we wrote it out a little more and tweaked the ending and started pitching it around. That's awesome. And you landed at Scout. Now we did. This is the next question that everybody loves in comics. What you working on next? 
Oof. Um, good question. Uh, so, <laughs> this is my one idea. I got this, the cocaine yeah. thing, and this, and then I'm out. I got nothing left. <laughs> Just the, the cocaine tow truck driver in this one. Um, well, fuck then, it really is, it, then it really is the writers of Rohan, the Alabama. There you go. That's what I'm doing next. Um, so Grit Volume 2 is coming up. Um, it's the, the, the first one shot is called The Ballad of the Bloom Knight, and it is about again like it's a branch off the main story and uh it stars sir andre lapointe who is this jolly undead drunk knight who sort of wanders about um just getting into revelry and chivalrous adventures um but people are terrified of him because his skin is sloshing off yeah that makes sense and whatnot um but yeah, so we introduced him in that short that we hosted at Multiversity, and um, I'm doing that with uh, artist Simon Kirks, who uh, did that short, and um, he and I are cooking up some other pitches as well, but we're that's next, and then um, there's another one shot after that with uh, Dylan Snook is taking over art, uh, and that's so Kevin and I can get caught up and do the, the next proper release that's afterward. awesome word nice. i i saw on the social media which where can we follow you on at social media i you know? am at bm wickman just okay. everywhere okay because so, i saw on social media the other day that you're thinking about dipping your toe into the uh kickstarter world yes yes, yes. this is a uh, this is true um so what the plan is uh, and i you know i'll be talking about this soon so here's your exclusive holy oh, shit I, I like that hang on let, let me get the, let me get the music for it hang on <laughs> There's no music. <laughs> I wish you were at home or something. Boom, the, boom, the, boom. the death metal voice explosive. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Kevin. That was that was appropriate. Yeah, um, no so so anyway, I think the plan is uh, we're gonna kickstart like an oversized edition that's those two one shots just in a big forty four page book, um, and we've got a bunch of cool stuff. I've, I've posted. Uh, we actually are doing a run of pewter D and D minis of Barrow from Grit. No, oh, that's um, cool. Nice. Yeah, so we've got some like cool, weird rewards. Um, there's been a lot of crossover in the readership with people who are like tabletop people. So, um, you know, I like wrote wrote stats for all the creatures and grit and everything, and we've got like postcards with new art of the monsters. That's stuff, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna get volume two off the ground that way. That sounds really cool, man. Yeah, that, I think that's a great idea too because I think there's a lot of crossover between comics readers and D and D players. For sure, so, yeah. And um, then you can do some bullshit grit source book for uh, Kickstarter and make like a million bucks. I can only hope. Do you know? <laughs> then you can tell those losers at the library to suck eggs. <laughs> no, he's he's not going to do that. How else would he get his cocaine into the country? Right. That's true. Yeah, you know what, Kevin? That's a really good point. I With my post-apocalyptic tow truck. Driver. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. Well, Brian, man, it sounds like you've got a lot of shit going on, dude. We're super happy for you. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm I'm excited and, you know, stressed out and having a good time. <laughs> yeah, but it's 2020, though. Everybody's got to be stressed out That's at this point. That's so true. You know, like I told myself last night, my wife and I were laying in bed. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch the debate. I'm just not going to. And then I turned it on for 30 seconds and I was like, fuck everything. Like, mm-hmm. uh, this is the worst day of my whole life. You know, but I did get to see Biden tell Trump to shut up so that was kind of amazing yes that was um though my wife though my wife said you know what i don't think that was very that was very presidential of him um she said 
And I and I was like, yeah, but you're kind of fighting for your life here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, I, my my wife is sad because of the, the the Trumpism is kind of how society has kind of devolved into like a comment section on a news article on a website. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that makes her sad. You know what I'm saying? Which. Yeah, I mean, understandably. I, I saw someone appropriately described even, like, the press leading up to the debate looks more like a wrestling match than a debate. <laughs> no. yeah. Like, they've, they've changed the way that they, like, adver- advertise, for yeah. lack of a better word, political events. Yeah. It's what, so strange. It's like it they're is. cutting wrestling promos in the 80s, yes. Yeah. 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 Except so. Trump lacks the flair and charisma that the American dream Dusty Rhodes has. I mean... And he's definitely not the son of a plumber. (laughs) No. No. Now, you brought up wrestling. Are you a wrestling fan or... Not really. Uh, I I come and go. I watch stuff here and then just because I know so many people who do and I don't like to be completely lost in conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, That's cool, man. So, so Brian, you got this book out. Issues one and two, you can pick them up on the Scout website. Issue three as well. When is this thing going to hit trades, brother? Uh, Sounds like February. That's awesome. Congratulations. So I guess soliciting soon then. Yeah. Yes. Ask Charlie. Charlie will tell you. Charlie would tell me. Yeah, I asked asked him to make a list because I was like, dude, when the fuck are these books coming out? Uh Because I have no idea. And he's like, well, it's right here. I was like, nah, man. Just give me a fucking list. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's why that email went out on the scout page. If you don't know when your book is coming out, here's a list. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like I apologized to Charlie before every question I ask. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the man Charlie's a good dude. He is a good dude. He's great. Like, I really enjoy my experience at Scout Comics. I, it's been nothing but joy for us. So yeah, yeah. Agreed. I'm glad to. I'm glad to hear you're having a similar experience. Yeah. It's good that we're not the only ones that are having a good time. Right. <laughs> it also it also helps that we've got fucking smash hit books, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude, Metal Shark Bow, the, the trade went back for another printing or something. That book sucks, it? from what I hear. Uh, I've never read it. I've heard it's garbage. I feel like I just, I was going to, like, flash it, but I think I just put it back on my shelf. Because I, I just, uh, nah, I did the kick, Kickstarter for the second one. Oh, did you get? Did you back the Kickstarter for the second one? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank then you, Brian. You probably got it in the mail. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, wait. Yeah, I've got this like stack. It's literally all the things I taught. Like I've got Hellboy sitting next to me. Nice. And then Little Birds under it. Who's your favorite Hellboy character? Hellboy is my favorite Hellboy character. Hellboy, Hellboy's <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, I mean, I I just love heroes who hate their job. Kraus. Kraus is my it's favorite. It's very yeah. relatable. That's my favorite character from Hellboy Cross. Well, actually, it was Roger for a while, and then, then yeah. you know, unfortunately for Roger, he was no longer around. So right. I had to pick another favorite. So there's I mean, no bad answer. No, no, all, not really. They're all good. Well, that's awesome, really. dude. Well, so, uh, I have one more question for Brian. Go ahead. Since since, since he's in a D and D, when are you running? When are you running a virtual game for Bob and I? Like that's the, I mean that's the, that's the next question. When are you? Are, are you, you running a D? Are you game? a DM or are you strictly a player? I've done both. Okay. Yeah. I what, do you, I like, what do you I, prefer? I like to DM a lot. Oh, we just made a new best friend. Wow. Yeah. I enjoy DMing too. I Kevin, I don't yeah. have time to play any more games, man. Like uh, I just now. don't I just don't have it. I mean I play Come on now. every other Friday. I play a D and D game on a Friday, a Spirit of Seventy Seven game on another Friday, and then Star Wars and Starfinder on every other Saturday. I ain't got time for that shit. 
Damn, that's you you're know, juggling a whole lot. Well, I don't do anything. I'm okay. I'm 43 years old. I'm married. I have two kids. My wife falls asleep at 10 o'clock at night. I got nothing going on. Yeah, you know. What so I've, just, I've got this. Hey, let's let's dive in. I've got this weird ass. Dave always gets on me about this. You ever heard of Simbarum? No. Yeah, what is that? Oh, I I, th- I think I've seen Dave talking about that online. Yeah, what is it's it? this, like it's a Swedish translated RPG where magic slowly kills you. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. That's cool right. as shit. I know what we're running now. Dude, All this right. is this is my jam right here. This is my game. Oh, yeah, you got to see this one. Spirit of 77. Nice. I have not is, heard of this. This is, uh, it's from a studio called Monkey Fun Studios. We actually had the guy who wrote the book on, on the, he was on on the, the Word on the Bros. Yeah. Cool. Um, they, they did it on Kickstarter, and it's basically like an exploitation D&D game. Yeah, that's awesome. It's super simple, like D6. And that's it. Like, it's just real fun. I love it. Like, you can play, like, a pimp or a drug dealer or, like, a gang member or, like, a sleuth yeah. or, like, a honeypot. It's real fun. It's real or, like, fun. a tow truck driver who deals cocaine. Exactly. Yeah. That could be, that could that be your be character. That would be your guy. Yeah. That would be your there guy you right there. Yeah. Tell me more about this Swedish magic killing you thing. Yeah. It's, uh, the whole shtick is, like, it's, it's, I don't know how you would describe post, post apocalyptic. So they're, like, rebuilding the world after fantasy cataclysm and, uh, magic is like poison to your soul and at a certain point there's like these randomly generated numbers every time you attempt magic and um it corrupts you to a point where the dm can take over your character for a while wow yeah it gets wild that's what what system is it like is it just a d20 or what it's it's d20 but it's roll under instead of over okay that's like the star trek game that i play every now and then that's like that that's cool and remind it's kind of got like a numenera vibe you ever played that you ever heard of that i haven't i've I've looked into it a little bit it's kind of neat like it's fun um but it is like the ninth world so like there's been nine societies that have fallen this is the ninth one so like you can kind of delve into each society through like archaeology and like shit like that so it's kind of neat but yeah but whatevs that's awesome yeah so how so how often do you play the role playing games? Uh, not as much lately because someone in my big group just had a baby, <laughs> so uh, we're we're taking a little hiatus. But um, I, I ran a game for like two and a half years just before that. that oh, that's cool. I like homebrewed most of it, um, and that was a lot of fun and also a lot of work. <laughs> and was, so oh, like, what were you playing? Five E? Yeah, it was Five E. That's cool. yeah, because yeah. we were trying to do that with Dave. Uh, and Tony uh, Grigori and mm-hmm. um, who else was in that group that we were trying to do with the, it was those two guys. Was Duick in it too? Yeah, Duick was in it. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Uh, the three of us, Duick, Rich Duick and um, it just nothing happened. And most, there was one more guy. Yeah, and then like most D&D games we made characters and never played. Yes, Perfect. we did. <laughs> like, and and for most people, that's the role playing experience. Yeah, I'm gonna learn uh-huh. this game. I'm gonna make a character, and nothing will ever happen. And then, welcome to the world of role tabletop role playing. Well, David mm-hmm. was supposed to run, and he had stuff happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not. It's yeah. nothing against David, but it is no, the I didn't experience think it of yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but anywho. That- that is the experience of trying to play a game. <laughs> yeah, or you yeah, make yeah. you make three sessions. It's either your game's never going to happen, or, or you're you going to play, or you're going to, you, or you start, yeah. you play three games, or you're going to play for ten years. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. You, you, or you played like two games. You don't even get yeah. to the third one. You, yeah. You get to the idea of the third one and the DM. Like, it's like comics where someone I'll get the first one and then they never read the second issue and then that's the end of it. Yeah. We we also know all about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there's very there's a lot of parallels here, guys. Yeah. yeah 
Well, Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Tell us again where we can find you on the social media. Yeah, I am at BM Wickman just about everywhere. Uh, my website is just brianwickman.com. I got a bunch of comic stuff up there. There you go. Brian there Wickman, thank you so much. Thank you. Brian Wickman. He is the writer and creator of the book Grit, which is on Scout Comics. You can pick that up on the Scout Comics website, scoutcomics.com. Pick that book up. It sounds like a lot of fun. That's a hot book. That's a hot looks, book, Kevin. It looks great. I mean, it's everything that you could want in a, in a book that's like a Southern fried uh, fantasy book. That sounds mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That sounds like something I would enjoy. How about right. you? You're right. It sounds like something I would enjoy too. So this is this is why it's on its third printing. So I mean, that shit's hot to death, son. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. No, hot so. to death. We bring you the hottest books here on the Word Bros. We'll only be back. The best, only the best. We're trying to get some guests. Um, if we don't have anybody lined up, it might just be Kevin and I. I know we have Charlie Stickney, I believe, we have coming. Charlie up. next. We're working on Charlie next. We got yeah. a couple other people that we're putting feelers out for. If worse comes to worse, we can always maybe talk to fucking McNamara or something. I don't know. But we've always got something. <laughs> we've always got something going on. So check it out, thewordbros.com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Make sure you get every one that we update because we update every Monday. And uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. And tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Yeah. You're listening to The Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>